Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you just say it's time? Stay calm. Vent lab. We'll do it live. Welcome, everybody, to the Vent Lab. We have a special guest today, Rebecca. A very special guest. One of my favorite people. The man who taught me most everything I know about radio. The reason, (laughs) arguably the reason our intro exists and why it is always changing because I'm never satisfied with the way it sounds. It is Brady Goodman. Welcome, Brady. Thank you. That was too kind with the intro. I mean, here's the thing, Nathan. I, I honestly would just go here, sit in this room and come to me an hour later (laughs) and we'll talk about it. Right. It wasn't like I was teaching, teaching. No, I would, I would go to class to radio production and they'd be like, here's how you cut. And then I'd go to Brady's uh, studio. I'd go to the radio station and he'd be like, so do you know how to do this? And he'd do everything. And I'm like, Yes, uh huh, I do, and I would sit there for an hour trying to replicate what he did in fifteen seconds, and still, still never like make it. And I'd be like, Brady, you go look at this, and he'd come around and look at it, and he'd be like, Yeah, 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 this is great, this is great, and then he would just redo the whole thing in like thirty seconds. I was like, Cool, cool, cool. I was close. I think I was really close on that one. So, so, but I mean, again, I go back to. Just get in there, just do it, and you'll figure it out, right? Yeah, and that's what it was. That's, you know, that's how. That's essentially how it works. Did so? Did you know me when I went to L.A. to do the um, imaging competition? I don't remember this that? at all. What year was that? <laughs> oh man, this would have been like six years ago. Twenty four, twenty fifteen. That were you oh. in junior high? <laughs> No, I graduated in 14. So Okay, so I okay. I may have been there. You might not. So um there's a radio company called Ben's Town and they do imaging, mm-hmm. they provide sound effects and beds and this sort of stuff. They they do syndicated uh work parts and whatnot for radio and they did a nationwide actually an international contest called the Iron Imager and it's like the Iron Chef. Okay. So they would give you parts they would give you some sounds. They'd give you uh, a voice guy to work with. And then um, everybody would submit. And then they'd take two guys and fly them out to the Worldwide Radio Summit in L.A. And then they would give you a jump drive. And they go, all right, you guys, like the Iron Chef, have 30 minutes to make a 30-second promo out of these ingredients. Interesting. And, dude, I got picked somehow. Um to be the contender and the other guy that was competing was the reigning champ. It was Dan Kelly from New York and he was, yeah, yeah. Dan Kelly from New York. Good old, good old uh-huh. Mr. Kelly, as I call him, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> he, listen, he was like imaging for Z 100 and WPLJ. And Big he boys. was like head of imaging for the Nash network. And, and, and again, I'm a part timer in Kansas city. Um, and I lost. But, but did you really lose Brady? I mean, you just went you, to head to head with like the top dog. I essentially I was the second best imaging guy in the world because That's since then, since Basically. then it's been 
a guy from Australia. I know. Um, I think the guy before Dan was Duffy and I think he's from Ireland. Um, I can't remember, but it was quite the honor and maybe the peak of my radio career. Cause they flew me to LA. It was my birthday. Um, wow. I remember falling on stage when they pulled me up on stage <laughs> because my pants were too tight. Right. <laughs> In natural Brady fashion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got to take something good and ruin it. Do you put that on your resume that you went um, to that competition? Yeah. Not the falling down because my pants right. are too tight part. <laughs> right. But I do put like iron imager runner up oh, whatever year it was because, you know, it's one thing to go, yeah, I did imaging in Kansas City and for a bunch of stations, but that's something that's to some degree quantifiable right. and like a thing, mm -hmm. you know, if I was really stretching it, I could put that on my resume too. I mean, what? The, that, the that Kansas you got city runner up. No, 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 no. <laughs> the doing imaging for Kansas city thing. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Yeah. You tell 100%. But the I entertained imagers. the guy that entertained the top guy. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day, does it really mean anything? Not really, because it's all subjective, right? And and what I'll say, especially Nathan, you know, when you're talking about putting together a resume or a reel, I think I've told you this probably hundreds of times because I repeat myself. That's what I do. Um, but, you know, it's how does that reel sound? Right. You know, I mean, there's a, a reasonable line of thinking that it doesn't matter what your resume is. If you could put together a demo tape of intros and imaging, whether it was fake stations or not, if you can recreate that, that's what matters. Can you do it? You mm -hmm. know? And I think that's what's important more than. Okay. Bra Brady, you haven't started telling your story yet. Have you? That okay. wasn't your no, story. No, 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 okay. no. That was just a little bonus. That was a little appetizer. <laughs> a little teaser. My favorite thing about us having radio people talk is that radio people don't stop talking. Yeah. Like <laughs> we could just talk for hours. We decided we're only going to do this 30 minutes because we used to do an hour and we're like these live things. We're just going to do a quick 30 minutes. How many times have we stayed in that 30 minute parameter? Oh, uh, I think once. Really? You think we actually, was it because we lost the feed? Uh, uh, well, if you're counting that several times. No, I think, I think last week we stayed, I think last week was 27 minutes. Okay. I think we did pretty well. Okay. So each week we've been doing this thing where we bring somebody on and it happens to be somebody that we know in media that we've had on to tell their story because so often we're telling other people's stories. So we thought we would get give everybody a chance to tell their story, whatever that is. Brady has not revealed to us what he's going to tell us. This is just something that Brady has decided to come up with that he wanted to share with everybody. So Brady, what is your story? Okay. Again, I'm sure you've heard this one, but have you heard the story about the birth of my third daughter? <laughs> I don't think I, I I don't think I've heard that one. We've heard so many stories. Right. They're all blurring together. Go ahead, I, oh, I Brady, I, share with us. Do you know it, Nathan? No, no, no. I was thinking of okay. the birth of your second child. No. See, I think I was thinking of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> they were all crazy and fun for different reasons. But the third one, it's how many days in September? 30? 31? How many? I think it's 30 in September. Okay. September 30th, 2014, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I'm a huge Royals fan, right? If you can't tell, and I can lift my thing up a little bit. Huge Royals guy. I um, had season tickets for the past couple years. They're in their wild card game. First time they've been in the playoffs since the 1800s, it feels like. I have a wife that is 10 months pregnant, essentially. (laughs) That's how pregnant she is. But the Royals are in the wild card game, (laughs) and it's a big deal for me. Okay? Uh I already have two kids, right? So let's... This is this is the Royals in the this playoffs. Is old news. Yeah, let's go. We've done that three times. Twice, twice. <laughs> twice. You're working on the third one. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> See, it's all a blur. So, so we're watching the game. This is a very big game. My wife. We have a, a couple friends over, and I don't know. You guys may not remember the game, but it, it's very intense. And um, the Royals are behind late in the game. My wife, again, who's 11 months pregnant, says, I can't take it anymore. She says, I can't take the stress. I'm going upstairs. I can't believe you're going upstairs right now. This is the game of the century, but go ahead. That's fine. So the Royals go into extra innings. And again, you guys may not remember this, but Salvador Perez hits this slap shot, crappy down the line, um, down the third baseline, just very lucky a base hit to win it. And this is at about 1230, the game ends. And so finally about two o'clock, I go to sleep downstairs because I'm trying not to disturb my wife who's upstairs. Stressed I'm and asleep. 11 months pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to listen. She's been pregnant for 13 months. She's not in the mood, (laughs) right. For me to mess with her. So at, at, uh, four 10, she calls me and she says, my water just broke. Well, we already have two kids. So the plan is for me to call my mom and she's going to come over and stay with the kids while we go to the hospital. Well, Again, it's 4.10 in the morning, so I'm calling my mom, not answering, not answering, not answering. My wife's starting to trip out because she's like, we got to go, and I don't know what to do. So I call my buddy Derek. He lives two houses down. I'm like, dude, why he answered at 4.15, <laughs> I don't know. He was watching the game too. He couldn't see. He was still Maybe excited. that's what it was. I didn't ask questions. So he comes over. My wife comes downstairs. She's like, we got to go. Thank you, Derek. We jump in our Prius. We're in Prairie Village at this time, and we're headed across 75th Street to um, Shawnee Mission Hospital. I forget what it was called because now it's Advent Health or something. So we leave the house at 420, and I'm going down 75th Street pretty fast, but there's (laughs) nobody else on the roads, right? All right. It's 4 a.m. And yeah. 420. um, But I do know that if I see somebody, likely it's going to be a cop looking for somebody. And sure enough, I get past 75th Street um, or I get past Metcalf on 75th Street and I see a cop and I'm like, oh, man. And my wife is freaking out because it's the third kid. She's 14 months pregnant. Her water just broke. Listen, and that baby's ready to get out of there. (laughs) And so my wife, she's tripping because she's like, this baby is coming. We got to go. And I see this cop pull out and he gets behind me, turns on his lights. 
And so I take the Prius out of eco mode, right? Because <laughs> it's getting serious. <laughs> this is real. And there's a little hill on 75th Street, like right before Antioch. I'm like, listen, if I can get over this hill, I can make this turn and it won't seem like I'm intent, you know, I'm purposely trying to outrun this cop. Right. Well, this dude also did not have his car in eco mode because he was flying and caught up to us quick. And I'm like, Margie, the cops are behind us. I don't know. She's like, you got to keep going. So now I don't know what to do. But obviously at this point, I'm more afraid of my wife than I am of this cop. Yeah. As you right? should be. Yeah. But also running from a cop, probably not ideal. Well, this is so, probably your only chance to get away with it. Yes. So I turn right. We pull into clearly what is marked the emergency room. And this cop is on my tail, lights, the whole thing. I stop. I pop open the door. I get out with my hands up, walk around to her side. <laughs> and and the cop's out of the car now. But I'm like, just hands up, trying to help her. So, okay, I go um, and they they buzz me in at the door. I get a wheelchair. I come back out. I wheel her in. And the cop is still there when I'm wheeling. When I come back out right after I've dropped her off and the nurse has taken her up so that I can move out of the temporary parking or whatever, uh -huh. the cop, the cop just drives off. Doesn't say word one to me. Uh huh. <laughs> Says nothing. Okay. So I feel like I really literally, and maybe, you know, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> so I go, I go, I park the car, I go back to the front door and they're locked and the lady has taken my wife up. So there's nobody to buzz me in. Oh no! So now, so now I'm locked out. Eventually she comes back down. We go upstairs. My wife's screaming the whole, not screaming, but you know, she's birthing a child. Right. Screaming makes it sound like she's riding the Orient Express. Basically. She's birthing a child, right? <laughs> It's Same a different difference. thing. <laughs> um, so, so finally the lady comes back down. She buzzes me in. I get up there. I get in the room. My wife is like, I'm scared. I go, it's, it'll be fine. You know, I probably said something like that. I hope. <laughs> and she's like, I need drugs now. And I could see all of the nurses like, look at each other. Like she, we don't have time for drugs. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. it's too late. She's, she's but nobody too wanted to tell her. Uh -huh. <laughs> she was so that everybody scary scared that of her. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So we, um, so it, what the crazy thing is then this, this one nurse who I only saw her once and this was the time and she comes in and she, I remember had reddish blonde hair and the sweetest, Southern tone. And she just leaned in and was like, sweetie, it's going to be okay. Take a couple deep breaths and it'll all be done soon. And then she just walks off and just said like the most angelic thing <laughs> I'd, and most comforting thing I'd ever heard. She walks out. They're like, listen, you got to push like twice and we'll be good. 
the kids out at 4:43. Oh my gosh. Less than 25 minutes yeah. later from the time we left the house, we have a child uh, you know that is is now screaming like she's riding the Orient Express. Um, <laughs> and 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 every you know, my wife there's two big points to this story. Okay. So everybody was happy, healthy, and, and we're good. One, if I pull over for that cop, we're having that kid on Antioch. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and I have to do it and that is not going to be a good thing. And that cop is going to have to, it would just would have been bad. Was still would have been a good story though. No, it (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think, I don't know. A horrible story. I don't know. A little less happy ending for your wife. I I think she would prefer to be in the hospital. Here's the crazy thing, though. Check this out. And that's a Prius. There's not a lot of leg room in there. (laughs) Right. Right. And those seats don't lay down very far (laughs) and and the whole thing. And then get this. So obviously the nurses were all talking and, you know, it was kind of uh, an exciting, atypical birth for them. And they said a month earlier that a similar situation had happened with a black doctor who didn't pull over, went to the emergency room, gets through the front doors, the cops knock him down and arrest him. Really? Oh my gosh. For not pulling over and stopping You've on the way. You've oh, me. Same hospital, same situation, except... I had a Polo, a Prius, and a pregnant wife with me. The doctor did not. Now, I've I've looked and I've I've Googled that and I couldn't find the story online because I've wanted to verify and uh-huh. I don't know if it would have been a story or anything like that, but but um you know, look, there was a story right around the same time about uh, a woman in Iowa who was pregnant and same situation. And the cop pulled her out of her car and put her on the ground on a highway in Iowa. Like while she was in labor? Yes. Yes. And they had even called 911 and said, hey, there's a cop. We're trying to get to the emergency room. Can you tell him? Can you whatever, whatever? And And so, listen, I just think... We got lucky on several accounts. I got so lucky. I, I got think lucky it was the my- Prius. Like That's I think he I was, was like, say. nobody is going to try to push a Prius that fast. This has got to be a full-on emergency. He knew it wasn't a car I- theft. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It was like nobody's That's stealing. That's a good one. That's a good. That was a good one. I'm sure your um, Prius is amazing, Brady. It, what we don't have it anymore because of the third kid. Like you can't have three kids in a Prius. Right, right. right. We had to go to the minivan, but we got so lucky. Like my neighbor, maybe he doesn't answer, and then what? You know, yeah. um, if the cop catches us any earlier, you know, the timing was just right where I could cut the corner, and maybe it would seem like I didn't see him. That type of situation, you know, it wasn't like he he. He was following me, following me for two miles, three miles. It wasn't like you know what I mean. It was a fairly short chase. Um, we chase. got lucky <laughs> in a Prius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because especially uphill, that thing did not want to go. <laughs> so I couldn't have been even going that fast. But obviously, at four in the morning, this dude's out looking for 
people drinking and driving yeah. and that sort of and right a situation. after the Royals too. Yeah. All of that, all of that. Um, you know, and, and we got lucky that, that, you know, we, we got buzzed in right on time and we got up there and, and so. Also so, lucky your wife didn't go into labor during the Royals game. Well, no, because then I could have just called an Uber and it would have been fine. <laughs> I'll see you after the game, honey. Yeah. This, listen, this is our third kid. We know how this works. I'm not. I'm, honey, you honey, know. you don't want me there anyway, right? Like, I've seen that before. I haven't seen this. I need to stay. Thank you. So real quick. So that's my story. Uh-huh. I kept it under the time limit, I think. Yeah, right. Great. Um, let me cut back to real quick, much quicker story. The birth of our first child. Um, <laughs> this is the one so I was this, talking about. Oh, okay. This is one you remember, right? <laughs> so the first one, we're all excited and, you know, we're, we're new parents and we're not going to find out what the sex is. It's going to be a surprise. And we're such corny liberals. Not only did we have a Prius, but before the baby was born, we went with an orange room because uh-huh. we weren't going to force them to be pink or blue. Uh-huh. Right. That's how corny we are. Um, so we don't know what the sex is going to be. Well, we're in the delivery room. This time we're there in plenty of time. Like they're like, Hey, you're not going to have this baby. Why don't you just go back home and come back later when you get a little closer? My wife was like, we're staying. And so <laughs> they made us walk around the halls for like uh-huh. six hours to get this baby out anyway. So we're in there and I'm really trying to avoid seeing anything that's going to cause me trauma, meaning, <laughs> you know, right. So I'm staying North of the border, if you will. <laughs> Right. So I'm focused on my wife's eyes. You know, we're going to look her in the eyes and help her breathe. Um, So the baby comes out and they're like, okay, dad, what is it? And I like, didn't want to look down there. I'm like, you're holding it (laughs) up a little to the left. Can you you bring it over here? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, come on, dad, what is it? I'm like, I can't tell. And um, they're like, how does he have a check? He doesn't know. I'm like, I just can't. And like my eyes were all teary eyed because of the, you know, and I'm like, I just tell me. They're like, come on, dad. I don't want to just tell us what it is because I didn't want to see what I didn't want to see. <laughs> right. Come to find out it was a girl and I got to cut the umbilical cord. Uh-huh. Have you guys done that? Um, Neither one of you, I assume. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I was there when it happened mm-hmm. naturally. And, and I remember the sound being like um, um, those uh, sausage links when you cut <laughs> one of those and it kind of pops a little bit when you cut it. No, you know, I expected. No, no, hey, no. Listen to this, Nathan. No. Have you ever, let's say, taken some of those safety scissors that they no, give you please. in first grade? No, please. This is his favorite thing like, to discuss. Like try to cut some... I don't know, some sort of fabric with it, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Where I ex- Listen, I expected it to be like that, where it'd be like, I'm trying to saw through it. Please. It cut through that umbilical cord so easy. <laughs> These scissors were so no. sharp. That umbilical cord, it was like I didn't even feel it cut. It was wild. Uh. I really, I really was like... I'm going to have to put some elbow grease into this. <laughs> it was just the easiest. 
Brady, it's like as if you know that this is the thing Nathan hates the most. Like, it grosses him out so much to talk about this. This is torture. Like, which part is it that bothers you so the much? The umbilical cord, it just grosses him out. The umbilical cord specifically, like, if I don't see my baby for the first year and a half of its life. <laughs> I, the umbilical little, cord dries up way before The then. little plugs, the clips. Oh, yeah. The little plastic clip. I can't do. That like sticks on there until it dries up and falls off. Uh-huh. The clip doesn't bother as me as much as the dried, like uh-huh. dark black. <laughs> just And then every time your knuckles accidentally graze it when you're oh. changing the diaper. I mean, I listen, I'm with you. I felt like it was something that I had to do so I could say I did it. Right. But I'm with you, Nathan. I I was I am queasy. I do not like doctors. I am not about blood. None of that stuff. Oh, so man. I empathize with you 100. Um, percent I just remember being shocked at how easy those scissors cut through that thing. Did you cut the other two as well? Uh, probably. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so her. easy now. Just give me them things. <laughs> snip, snip. You can no, just like bite class. it with your teeth. Uh, 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 please yeah, stop. <laughs> this is the worst. Here's, here's what I don't know. And Nathan, maybe you've thought about this. It sounds like this is something you think about. When you cut it, do do like, does whatever is in there just come draining onto the floor? I don't like, know. Not completely because a lot of it is like it's tissue and then there's like veins inside of it. Mm. And so there's a little bit of seepage uh, when you cut take it. My headphones off. It doesn't help. <laughs> so it's not. So you're saying it's not like cutting a garden hose. No, no, nope. Oh, it's more like veins. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Brady, I don't remember. I can't what is, tell you how much I appreciate you bringing this conversation up tonight. What is going <laughs> on? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, listen, you want to talk about the umbilical cord? No, I don't. I never did. <laughs> it's amazing, though, right? It's an amazing piece of it engineering. It is a miracle. <laughs> it really is. So <laughs> that umbilical cord gives life. <laughs> it really it's does. Taking mine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, listen. But the, the umbilical cord is such a small part. Oh, please. <laughs> Listen, is it the word that bothers you? The imagery. It's just, uh, I hate it all. Okay. Here's the thing. You want to talk about gross no, situations that you will. Listen, you, if you want to talk about gross situations that you will endure when you have children, the umbilical cord is nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that is Brady. The has walk you in the have, park. have you ever like gotten poop underneath your fingernails mm. and then uh. forgot about it and like licked your finger later on? <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> Even if I did, I wouldn't admit to it. I don't think. Oh, nope, it happened to me. <laughs> did you distinctly taste it? Uh huh. Like yeah, because okay, so I was changing oh. the diaper, got the poop under my fingernail, and kind <laughs> of like I wiped off my hand and was like, okay, after I get this done, I'm gonna go wash my hands. But then we had to quickly leave and I forgot to go wash my hands. Well, I got Mm. hungry while I was in the car and I remembered I had like a a turkey sandwich in my purse because I'm a mom. I always 
come prepared. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so I was eating the sandwich and I went to go lick my fingers. And then I remembered I forgot to wash my Ooh. hands. It was kind of now, salty under my nails. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I just don't like the the premise or the act of licking fingers anyway. That's true. You shouldn't do that. Well, I right? didn't have a napkin. I mean, that, isn't that and what I was shirts driving. are for? Isn't that what pants are for? Well, Don't I you? I probably had to go somewhere, and I didn't want like, you know we, like, mayonnaise on my clothes. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> also, is, mm, I was you know I didn't want to get it all over the, all mm. over the steering wheel. <laughs> hey, you were listen, and I get it. Moms are hungry, and the, you were driving <laughs> and eating a turkey sandwich. Yes, that I that was in, in my car. purse. <laughs> That's the thing. Listen, moms and kids are resilient. Nathan, That's you have the power to end this show. I know. <laughs> You're just over here crying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I would end it, you know, so, but it's not listen, my responsibility. Wait. How was how the story? How does it hold up? Uh, wonderful. Is top, there, top do 10. I need some punch ups? No, I think that was solid. I, I mean, really you could talk the... up more about umbilical cords. Maybe add the placenta into the discussion. <laughs> no. Oh, that's worse. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. The placenta is don't attached ask. to the other end of the he umbilical oh. cord. He didn't ask. Oh, I, yeah, I wasn't. But I don't know what that is. I Listen, I, you know, that's one of my, it's tough to go, hey, what's your story? Uh-huh. And you because just, with no, tough, no parameters, you just, you had to decide what the story was. That's, that's tough, you yeah. know, but I did want to, on some level, I thought it was kind of apropos because of the cop and the, the, um, contradiction between, you know, my experience and his and what's going on these days. And so very appropriate. You, you fit it in with the times, Brady. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah, to go without mentioning that, please just let me say, man, it's it's a weird time. Again, I know Nathan's young. Things are weird these days, right? It's wild. Rebecca, right? This, this is, is not, weird. This is not normal. It is not normal. It's scary. Listen, I used to say that this coronavirus stuff, when the coronavirus and the pandemic was happening, I was like, this is like a slow 9-11, right? Oh, that's a it, good way of putting it. It was like 9-11 that was dragging out over two months. You mm -hmm. just didn't know, like, how long is this going to last? How bad is it going to get? This is scary, but it's so far hasn't affected me personally, but it's horrible. And then to throw on top of it, the rioting and the, the situation is just, it's, it's tough, man. And, you know, listen, raising three daughters, 12 and under right now, is so much harder than cutting one umbilical cord. It's <laughs> a great way to put it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So Again. you're not saying much because you said it was really easy to cut that umbilical cord. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's a mental I, I mean, battle. It's I'm just saying mental. for Nathan, like when you when you have anxiety or or panic about becoming a father, don't even the umbilical cord is not something you need to. <laughs> I want you to think I, about having a 12-year-old daughter and her having access to the internet. That's what should keep you up at night. Yeah. You know, try to, try to try to have a, an 8-year-old ask you about riots and why people are fighting the cops. I'm like, I'm not prepared for that. Let me tell you about reel to reels and what radio used to be like <laughs> back in the olden days. Right. Sit on his lap and let me tell you about carts <laughs> and paper playlists. <laughs> it, 
don't don't I don't I'm just that's what I'm not prepared for. So it's yeah. been weird. But. Brady, I miss that we don't get to have these discussions uh-huh. at work anymore. One of the best parts of starting in promotions and radio was being stuck with you for an hour and getting to hear your stories and your advice about how to get into radio. So thank you so much for all the time that you've invested in us and taking the time to join us tonight to tell your story. Well, listen, um, I'm here. I'm honored to be asked. And I really do um, like living vicariously through you guys. You know, I appreciate your passion for the business. Um, in the short time we've known each other, I've seen you go from that roundtable discussion at Johnson County Community College to at the radio station and what you're doing now and 75 episodes of this and how it's grown. So um, I'm here in large part because I'm excited for you guys and what you're doing. And, and um I think it's awesome. And I'm here on some level just to encourage and support. So um, congrats to you guys. Keep it up. Um, Do your thing. Uh, I'm excited. Have me back uh, before episode 200, please. For sure, Brady. We have a sign in our studio with your autograph on it for some. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll have to show that off sometime. I would like that. (laughs) Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. We will. All right, Nathan, take us out. All righty. Thank you guys so much. For listening to this episode hope you enjoyed brady as a guest i don't know who the guest next week will be but you'll have It'll to be just a surprise wait and see plug do- my twitter and stuff oh what, is, what is your twitter i don't know your twitter you plug it uh at brady goodman on twitter and um uh laser shark studios is my podcast oh i like that laser shark studios Yep. So, um, Nathan, if you want to help me put together the website, that'd be great. So, <laughs> yeah, listen. We'll, t- we'll talk about that later. All righty. I look oh, forward okay. to it. Alrighty. Thanks, guys. Cheers. All righty. We'll see you, Brady. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, full hour on Tuesday. Full hour on Tuesday. 30-minute What's Your Story guest live stream on Facebook. So if you want to, if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, we really wish I could see Brady's beautiful face. Facebook.com forward slash Fentlab every Friday. We have a live stream, so you can go back and watch this episode and the all the previous episodes ones. that come along in the future. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening. My name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.